Wow, look at this. Two weeks in a row, we've made it all back together again. Yes. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we haven't actually been around each other, just not around each other to record the podcast together. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like a family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Impact Defense Podcast. We are dedicated to giving you the information that you need to help keep you safe. Now let's join our hosts, Brian, Jada, and Kylie. Okay, guys, somewhere in this room is hidden an object. What object? His name is Bob. Find him. There. In my defense, I didn't exactly look. Just kind of threw my finger up that way. <laughs> okay. Well, we're on to part two of our hobbies that help with self-defense. Okay, finding Bob is not a hobby. Yeah. But hidden object games are. So we're going to talk about that in just a minute. And um, I guess kind of how when you don't train yourself to notice details. Brian, I'm going to use you as an allegory. <laughs> You're just throwing fingers up without looking. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Atomic Bear. Man, I love their products. Oh, me too. Tons of tactical gear and survival gear. All for reasonable prices. Speaking of their products, Kylie. You're going to name as many of their products as you can in 10 seconds. Ready, set, go. Okay. Ten. Tactical pins. Uh, tactical Nine. flashlight. A survival Eight. bracelet. A fire starter. Um, uh, survival Five. slip, sleeping bag, Four. uh, emergency Three. blanket, I think, two, um, one, and SWAT Five. survival kit, and time's up. Man, that's a lot of products, and they've got tons more on their website. Speaking of which, the best part of all of this is that if you use the coupon code Impact Defense on their site, you get 20% off. Yeah, and that website is theatomicbear.com. Go online now and find your products today. All right. Um, but it is actually time for the news portion. So, Impact Defense News. This one's a short story. A Lancaster man was in a shopping mall with his wife on a Sunday afternoon when he heard gunshots. Telling his wife to leave in the opposite direction, the man drew his legally carried pistol and went to confront the assailant who had just shot three people. The shooter also fired on the defender, but missed. The armed assailant, or the armed citizen returned fire, hitting the attacker and holding him at gunpoint for responding police. The county prosecutor commended the unidentified armed citizen in a later press conference about the incident, saying things could have been much worse, if not for his timely intervention. So, several years ago, there was a, um, a lot of school shootings were going on and stuff like that. And there was a guy that came out that had a video that I thought was absolutely awesome. And he was talking about the fact that, you know, a lot of these school shootings and stuff like that would probably go down if you would give less credit to the shooter and the bad person in the situation, and a lot more credit to the person who stopped it. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of school shootings come from, um, well, people with broken homes, like issues like that, where 
they're not exactly getting attention or mm-hmm. credit for anything. But see, you that know? happens even and in adulthood, so, though. Exactly. People that are, you know, that feel that they are not being seen and stuff like that. Exactly. Feel and now all of a sudden they become this icon to certain groups of people. So mm-hmm. instead of instead of doing that, never mention their name, never talk. You know, there was this just this this horrible person that did this thing, but John Smith over here, <laughs> like coming here and won the day. You know, instead of doing a oh the unidentified man, you know, give that person the credit. Oh, this they may person, not have wanted. It, it yeah. is true. I, I get it. They that's true. But like. But instead of giving all of the telling all about the life story and everything about this one person who decided to take all these people's lives, tell the story about the dude or the dudette who stopped that guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sorry, that's just what kind of came to mind in the moment. But, I mean, that's awesome. What he did, awesome. All right, so do we move on to hidden object games? Let's do it. Sure. Okay, so hidden object games have actually become pretty popular, especially with development of new apps and things like that. You're able to just pick up your phone, download a hidden object game, and play. Some of these have time limits. Some of these have rewards for finding different objects. I didn't. Even, when you were talking about this, I never that never even crossed my mind. Something <laughs> like an app on a phone. Really? No, no. I was thinking like um, in real life and not on. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, in all, honestly, I was I was thinking in some ways almost like. I spy or like the games that we play sometimes waiting on our food where it's well, like yeah. changing things around. And I know that all kind of fits in that object or in that subject. Subject, thank you. But like I never even thought about the fact that like there's games on the phones like that. Yeah. It uh it works the same way with spot the differences in these two like mm-hmm. photos, things like that. You're training yourself to notice the little details. And you may think, well, that's kind of a weird thing to relate to self-defense, but it really no. applies. You've got to de- be able to describe things to police. You've got to be able to recount things accurately in a courtroom. Yep. You know, and the more you notice, the better it is for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of brings me back to the scene from, I think it was Men in Black, where he's going through his like shooting qualification. And basically everybody, but this guy fails. Like, this is Will Smith. Oh, yeah, I should just pull up the video and show you guys, and then that way y'all can talk about it, too, because yeah, it's, it's like funny. really great. It's funny that you bring this up. I've had, like, three people bring that very scene up to me within the last two weeks. Really? Yeah. And I have not watched that movie in years, and I was sitting there going, like, dang, I have got to go back and watch that movie. I love that movie. I might would watch it now and think it was kind of corny or something, but I remember <laughs> when it came out, I loved that movie. If you are going to look it up at home so that you know what we're talking about, or if you just remember the scene from the movie, that's fine. But if you're going to look it up on, like, YouTube, it's Men in Black at the Shooting Range. That's the video that we're about to watch. Okay. we got to watch that movie. You've not seen that movie, ever. No, I'm not. So. <clears throat> but just from watching that, it's like all of those little details, and everybody's, like, blowing up all of these aliens, and he's over here, he, like, shoots one shot, and it's that little girl because she's carrying one books eight-year-old carrying quantum physics books doesn't doesn't really work out right exactly (laughs) like that's kind of an over-the-top example yeah but you gotta know what's actually sketchy (laughs) don't shoot eight-year-olds with quantum physics books. yeah don't don't do that that's that's not what's being suggested at the moment but yeah you gotta you gotta pick out these little details that sometimes and i'm amazed at, at at that kind of stuff where you're picking out little details of things that are 
um, like in a situation. People mm-hmm. that can really pick out these little details while all the crap's sitting in the fan, that's a super important skill to have. Because you need to be able to tell the police, you know, details that they can then use to... Like seeing the corner of a tattoo under someone's shirt, you yeah. know, like things that I can identify somebody, things like that. Um, and other things too, being able to tell if, you know, what they're holding at you is an actual gun or like something painted, you know, it's just detail noticing and hidden object games. And that's a loose term because I've already said that it's also like notice the difference games yeah. or I spy or just like one of those phone apps where you have to like find the hidden objects, they actually really help with noticing details. Yeah, so there was a, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of active self-protection. I know you have. So if you haven't, as a listener, if you haven't heard of active self-protection, they just had a video not too long ago where uh, my wife and I saw this, where this guy comes up on a porch and he beats on the door and he's trying to get somebody to come in. We realize there's like a ring doorbell or something there with that you can see a video of. Well, he... He's holding this, what looks like a pressure washer wand, but he's trying to make it look like a gun. And he's sitting there and he's holding it at the camera and threatening and doing all this stuff and, and everything. And if you pay attention, if you don't pay attention, you might actually think that was a gun. But if you pay attention, you realize he's not holding a gun. He's holding what you know, looks like a pressure washer wand so, uh, and, and trying to use it like it's threatening like a gun. So like little details like that goes a long way because it... You would know in that situation, I'm not really, this is not a deadly threat kind of situation. There was, this reminds me of a situation where a dude robbed a bank by holding an avocado and threatening to blow up the place. And he, like, just basically convinced everybody that it was a grenade. Yeah. And it was an avocado. An avocado. He robbed a bank with an avocado. (laughs) I mean, that's both, like, scary and, like, very impressive all the time. <laughs> I sent the picture to my husband. And I said, if this, like, this would be if you were a bank robber. Like, <laughs> I feel like it should be, like, in a scene of a movie. Yeah. Yeah, right? But so, seriously, though, it, you train yourself to notice little details. It It makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. And you start to notice, like, little things. You'll notice it affecting little things. I went through this time where I did a lot of hidden object games. And ever since then, the weirdest things. Like, I can't keep track of my own keys if I'm the one who sets them somewhere. But the most random things I'll notice around the house. Like, you know in the hidden object games, like, you'll see the corner of something under, like, a rug or, like... um, the end of something sticking out of a book. I feel like I want to need to like Mm -hmm. download one of these games. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Your life starts to look like that eventually (laughs) because my husband will be like, I have no idea where I left this shirt. Like I know where it is and I can go to the exact spot in the laundry hamper where I saw the corner of his shirt a day ago, you know, because you know, I didn't do the laundry a day ago. And, um, and this is why when I would lose my glasses or my keys or my belt or anything like that, I look at Jada and say, Jada, do you know where it is? Now I know why you are yeah, able to like point it's, to it. It's like I saw the corner of it while I was walking past and it was just like, ah, oh, one of these things does not fit here, you know. One of these things does not belong. You know, the things when other people are like, oh, this is where it's supposed to be. And then they go and look and it's not there. I'm over here going, I know where it is because it stood out. <laughs> that's not normally where that was. 
Hidden object games. <laughs> Your life turns into a hidden object game. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a conspiracy. It's all a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, here I am able to lose my keys when I held, was holding them like one minute ago. I spent the next hour looking for them. That's my life. <laughs> I've always been like that. I think you need that kind of stuff, Kylie, because yeah. You, yeah. you can't find anything. I can't find anything at all. So, so it has to be put exactly in its place, or I don't know where it is. Mm. <laughs> so you need to download that game immediately, yes. or one of those games. I mean, it also helps you notice things like uh, when you know where something was... Like, when you set something down in your car, if you know how it once was, you know, or how something in your car was arranged, you go to open your door and you see things are not where you left them. Yeah. You know that someone's either been in your car or they're in your car currently. And then you can back up, you know, glance at the back seat, you know, check under your car for different details. You can see, you start to notice things. Oh, there's a soda can under my tire. There wasn't before. Yeah. Or you start to notice the thing that was left on your windshield. Those yeah. are abduction tactics. Yeah. You can train yourself to notice them, though. Mm-hmm. All right. So, hidden object games helping with overall awareness and detail specification. Next, we have games that involve bluffing. Baloney. The card game. Would you like to explain what baloney is? So people know it by a lot of different names. I know. So, basically, you deal out all the cards. It's a regular deck of cards. You deal them out to all the people, and the person with the ace of spades starts. And then it goes by order. Then it goes two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, I know this game is BS. Nine. Mm, that's what I'm saying. Everybody knows it's different. Ten, and then jack, queen, king, back to ace. It's one of my favorite games. And if you have, like, two twos, then you place the two twos down. If you have only one two, but you want to trick people, you can get another card and just place it down with the two. Or if you don't have any, or if you, you still don't have, have to any, lay something down. Yeah. And you have to say that it's whatever it is. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure somebody, most people I think have played at least a version of the game. Yeah, probably. and if you're still confused as to what we're talking about, just go onto YouTube, look it up, look it up by either BS or Baloney Card Game, and I'm sure that it will come up, someone playing it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, your goal is to go around the table and place the cards in order as you go around. And if you don't have the card, you're supposed to bluff and pretend you do. Mm-hmm. If you call the bluff, then the person who was bluffing has to take the entire deck. If um, if you call a bluff and they were not bluffing, you have you, to take the entire there deck. There you go. So that's working on two specific skills. Being able to pretend or act or change your behavior really well. And being able to notice changes in behavior, mm-hmm. body mm-hmm. language, and someone else not telling the full truth really well. That relates super well to the mental aspects of self-defense. You know, And there are lots of different bluffing games. You've got uh, poker, any yeah. variation of poker. Um, there's... What was the one you were just telling me about? Oh, the Chameleon. That one's a newer release, I believe. But our family has been really enjoying it. Because your goal is to basically... Everybody at the table but the chameleon knows a specific word that's on a list of words under the same topic on the card. 
on the topic card. Anyway, nobody knows who the chameleon is. They just know whether they are the chameleon or not. Your goal is to go around the table. Everybody says one word that relates to the secret word. Obviously, the chameleon, not knowing that word, has to pretend that they know the word. Anyway, I, I'm describing it badly. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's really simple to grasp once you start playing. Yeah. Um, and that's coming from me. I hate learning new card games. This one took me no time at all and was not stressful to learn. Um, but basically, you have to bluff. You have to pretend you know what you're talking about when you may not. Yeah. Or you have to be really good at guessing and basically guess right off the bat. But even if you guess what the word that everybody else knows is, and you're able to successfully say something that relates to it, because um, no one's allowed to say the actual word that would give it away, you know? You still have to be able to make sure that you're not changing your behavior, or if you aren't the chameleon, you have to notice the changes in everyone else's behavior and see whose answer doesn't quite fit. So I have learned that I'm actually pretty good at this. <laughs> Uh, which is fun, but it's definitely interesting to see everyone get thrown for a loop. So yeah. if you're like, oh, well, your behavior has changed. It's like, well, you're accusing me. Yeah, my behavior's changed. I'm a little irritated. You know, <laughs> noticing the differences, seeing how people change, who's fiddling with their card nervously, you know, who started out really quiet and is now talking a lot and pointing fingers, whose word didn't quite fit with the actual topic you know it's just interesting and yeah. you have to learn to bluff and to call bluffs but yeah noticing body language and behavior and when someone's uncomfortable or tightening up or too confident noticing mannerisms is really helpful in yeah. self-defense because you've got to be able to see when someone's body language changes from friendly conversation to you're now in danger yeah um, you got to know when someone is lying to you. You know, oh, I just need help with this. No, I've got a friend coming around behind to steal your wallet. Calling people's bluffs. Yeah. Because everybody has tells, and if you don't automatically have that good radar, playing bluffing games, super helpful. It also yeah. makes you very aware of your own body language and what it tells those around you. Yeah. I've just learned how much I pay attention to how I normally act. Like, and how much I think about my own behavior. Because whenever I'm playing the game, it's really hard to tell a difference in my behavior. And mm. that's what everyone who's played with me has learned. But I take note of how I act at the start of the game, and I just continue that behavior through the rest of it. It's kind of like when you're de-escalating a situation, you want to take note of how you act when you are calm and display that in a real situation. So take note of how you are when you're calm. When something dangerous is like rearing up and you're trying to keep it from escalating to that point, putting on your calm demeanor and cooling a situation down. Just being very aware of what your body is doing at any given time. Or if you're, let's say you're in a road rage situation and inwardly you're very angry at the other person, but you don't want it to escalate. Yeah. Okay, noticing what your body is saying that your mouth is not saying cuz yeah. you could be you could be saying things to calm it down. You know, you could be saying, "Hang on, let's talk about this and everything," but your body is really yeah, if you're twitchy like super and you're balling and, your fists yeah. up, you know. Your body might be saying something your mouth isn't. Mm -hmm. Okay, you could be confidently saying, 
but you know what everybody else is talking about, but your body's fiddling with your cards, you're tensed in, your heart's mm-hmm. pounding, your breaths aren't steady, your body makes a difference. Yeah. And anybody who's played poker or done some kind of gambling gets the same thing. The change in behavior. Too confident or not confident enough, you know? Anybody else got something to say? <laughs> no, I mean, you're hitting that dead on. Uh, you know, and I have seen through playing games like that where, you know, if I find out that anybody sees something in me in that moment, then it makes me consciously know how to fix that. You know, oh, okay, I make sure I don't do this thing. And sometimes self-defense involves not just behavior modification in yourself, but sometimes it can involve bluffing. Yeah. It's like convincing someone that you can do more than you can do. You know, there are those kinds of criminals that that's what you have to do. Yeah. You know, or this one isn't on the convincing them that you can do something that you can't. You know, this one is just more of not changing your behavior. But when I could verbally, I I could audibly hear someone saying or threatening to rob me with their friend, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I was walking to the parking lot. These two guys come around the corner, obviously, and you know, um, and they're like, "Oh, look at her! She probably thinks you're gonna rob her." It's like in my head, I'm going, "How was I walking before? Continue going." Because in my head, it's just like listening to their behavior. I kind of felt like if I showed any kind of amplification of my own, or any quickening of pace, or any addressing of what they said at all, it would turn into more of a game. Yeah. Whereas if I ignored them. I've taken the fun out of it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I haven't flicked their switch onto, okay, it, from, you know, threaten, threatening to going for it, you know? Yeah. Um, so in my head, I'm going, it's like steady pace, calm heartbeat, look at car. You didn't hear anything they said. You know, just focusing on my goal. It's like I'm about 10 steps away. That's all I am for my car. I can get there, get the door open, and step inside and lock the door before they can get in the gate. Mm-hmm. You know, and if it's like I can't though, if I trigger them running. Yeah. At the pace they're going, I can make it. If they run, I can't. Yeah. Just things like that. That takes noticing someone's behavior. It takes recognizing tones. It takes behavior analyzation and taking note of how you're acting. And either continuing behavior or modifying to fit the situation. If it had been a different kind of situation and they weren't, you know, under an influence of any kind of disease, you know, it might have taken me addressing them, you know. Right. That specific situation did not. So you can't completely prepare yourself by doing these things, but it definitely helps. Yeah. It's like learning how to change your behavior or how not to. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's hard to act normal when you don't feel normal. Yeah. It's like a younger sibling and then an older sibling. The younger sibling is trying to annoy the older one. And if they just keep on like playing along with the thing and not just ignore it. Because I find that I have like a smaller cousin that I see every Friday. And she tries to annoy me. And what I do is I ignore her from ignoring me because I do not react from it. You lost her father listens to the podcast, right? Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) 
And ignoring it does what? <laughs> ignoring it takes the fun out of it. Oh, and we are absolutely not suggesting that you go out and gamble. Do not do that. No. Not a good idea. But if you do and you win something, send some back our way. <laughs> and we are on to our last hobby on our list to cover for this. Not that there aren't more hobbies that can relate to self-defense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. These are just ones that we quickly like jotted down that we immediately thought of. The last one is parkour. The art of running. The martial art of running away. Yes, the martial art of running away. All right, and this is a big aspect of self-defense, is being able to run away. Because your goal is to avoid the situation right off the bat, you know. And that doesn't always involve running away. Mm-hmm. If you can't avoid it, though, your next hope is that you can run away. Yep. You know, or if you can't de-escalate it, that you could just run away. Um, running away is a whole lot easier when you learn how to run away in lots of different ways, mm-hmm. depending on your surroundings. Yeah, that's, that's very true. It's, it's absolutely, now I have never done any kind of real parkour stuff. Kylie's done a little bit, it, but it absolutely amazes me to watch some of those people move. <laughs> Tag is now a sport and it's because of parkour. And I really enjoy that. Yeah, like that ultimate tag. Is it ultimate tag yes, challenge? Yes, yeah. We, we need to find where that is because I want to watch it. Yes, look up, look up like the ultimate tag college. This is like a college sport now. And it's tons of parkour obstacles. And one person's goal is to, in this amount of time, chase and tag the other person. Yeah. Um, the um, other person's goal is to successfully run away. What was that? There was that other one that we, we watched too. I don't remember. But it was another kind of tag thing. There's like two different shows out there that was based on tagging. Now, that one where they're trying to take flags off there. I can't remember what that one is. It's going to drive me crazy. Anyway, you know, a lot of these kind of... Okay, so you're looking at the parkour competition stuff where they speed through the parkour, like the ultimate tag challenge or, or whatever, and then that other thing that we can't remember the name of. You know, that really helps you understand the quickest point from A to B. Oh, yeah. And it is, it is amazing to watch those people that are really good at that. And, you know, it's, it, it definitely can help because if somebody is not, you know, is a decent runner, if you have somebody that's a decent runner and then you have somebody who's really skilled at parkour, um, they're going to leave you in the dust. Exactly. If there's any, especially if there's any kind of obstacles and things around you. Yeah, parkour is... Not just for people who are fast runners. It's not yeah. like track, you know? It's it's learning tactics and skills for running away. Yeah. You know? Because, like, if, let's say, okay, my husband is a faster runner than I am, you know? But I can do a whole lot of things that my husband can't do. Like, I can climb. I can jump. I can dive under something and come out on the other side really fast, you know? If you can, say, do something like that where you can get over an obstacle faster than they can run around, you're, mm-hmm. cu- you're making them take longer, you yeah. know? Um, or it's just, this may be the obvious path, but this path is a little bit faster, you know? Yeah. Taking the things that they can't see, that they don't see as options, and using them to your advantage. That's what parkour is. Yeah. And fun. <laughs> but... <laughs> Like, because it's one thing to come up to an obstacle and, like, put your hands down and step over it. It's another thing to vault over an obstacle. Yeah. You know? 
like be at that railing instead of ducking under it's sliding under and then jumping back up to continuing running or vaulting over and continuing running like maintaining your momentum while moving for like while mm, while moving over obstacles or under yeah. obstacles someone else if, if they may be a faster runner than you but if they have to stop and see that obstacle as a genuine obstacle they're they're going to take a whole lot more time mm-hmm. and i think i think running away is not practiced enough in most self-defense stuff you know and i mean we're guilty of this too it's the whole idea like do this do this do this run away or avert bluff deceive whatever run away you know it's it's something you know something really really right and it's just that run away is usually just told Mm -hmm. we need to get someone on the podcast probably pretty soon talking about tactical running yeah so the author of that book tactical running uh, we've we've I've been talking to him, and we're gonna try to work something out where we can get our schedules. Okay. Our problem's been getting our schedules together. Good. Yeah. So I'm really interested because that what I was just saying, you know, about the fact that like what we're bad about too is do this, run away. You know, we're we're bad about that too. And what he's done is basically taking a look, a very good hard look at the idea of just running away. Yeah, and it's a dense book. It's not like a pamphlet. You yes. know, it's an actual. Full out instructional book. So we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll put a link to his book in the description of this because uh, I think it's pretty good. Um, I have I've looked at it and I'm I'm quite impressed with it. And we're trying to get our schedules so we can get him on the podcast uh, sooner rather than later, hopefully. So, uh, but we'll link his book in the description, guys. Check that one out. Well, this has been a fun topic to cover. Really you know, nice. We've covered quite a few different hobbies that you could relate to self-defense or little games mm-hmm. that you can relate to self-defense. Things that you wouldn't normally pair with it. Yeah. You know, but hopefully this will get you thinking about what the genuine different aspects of self-defense are and how the little things in your life actually feed into your style of defending yourself. Yep. yep. I enjoyed pretty much all of it. Yeah. If you guys are enjoying this podcast, go ahead and rate us and write a review. Yes, it helps us out tremendously. Share this with your friends. Visit the links in the descriptions uh, for all of our sponsors. Uh, our sponsors are great. You should yes. check them out. Every and don't forget our new sponsor yep. where you can customize your own AR, AR pistol. Can't wait and for that one to come in. This, this is an unofficial hinting at... Uh, uh, some, some, something we have from one of our sponsors coming in that may or may not be impact defense themed. So I didn't say it, but I said it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there will definitely be uh, an un- unboxing video uh, on the thing that may or may not exist. Yes, and, and then like a, a range video on the thing that may or may not exist. Yes, and then yeah, uh, more videos. On the thing that may or may not exist. That we're very excited about. Yeah. It may or may not be real, but our feelings for it are very real. (laughs) 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 All right, guys. If you are not viewing this on YouTube, be sure to check us out on YouTube. We do a lot of review videos. We do a lot of technique videos. Uh, Check us out over on TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook. We are trying our best to really up our content across all platforms. Uh, So follow us everywhere. Share us with your friends, your family, people that love self-defense, people that don't like self-defense but need self-defense. 
you know, just be that friend. Be that friend. Be the parent exactly. friend. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Which I am the parent. Even if it's your parents. It's yes. Yep. There's there's many times I've had to have that discussion with my parents. <gasps> or someone else's parents. Mom, so. you can't just hug random people. Stop it. Sorry. Yeah. That's your mother. That is my mother. <laughs> I know. I love you, Tammy. <laughs> but boundaries are helpful for your safety. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. She's got so much love to give. She does. <laughs> she's, she's a super loving person. All right, guys. Thank you again so much for listening, watching the podcast, and we will see you in the next one. Bye, see you guys. Thank you for listening to the Impact Defense Podcast. If you would like to learn more about how to keep yourself safe, check out the articles, videos, courses, and seminars at www.impactdefense.online. We also do training for security teams, churches, businesses, groups, and more. Stay sharp, stay focused, and train hard. I think so. I